Good morning, and welcome to this edition of a Public Affair on KGNU with the Community Foundation of Boulder County. I'm your host, Jim Williams, Dean Emeritus of University Libraries for CU Boulder, and I'm a trustee for the Community Foundation. As communities around the planet grapple with the impacts of climate change, government entities, researchers, private interests, and others are searching for and experimenting with novel solutions. It should be no surprise to Boulder County that it is a leader in developing and implementing climate solutions. And many of those solutions are likely to provide models for other communities. With us today are a few of the local leaders playing a role in developing those model programs for tackling the global threat of climate change. We are joined today by Tim Broderick, Senior Sustainability Strategist in the Boulder County Office of Sustainability, Climate Action and Resilience, Sharon Collins, Professor of Environmental Studies at CU Boulder, and Peggy Driscoll of the Community Foundation of Boulder County. So Tim, can you give our listeners a little context about the Boulder County Office of S Sustainability, Climate Action and Resilience and how your work fits in with the larger environmental work being done in Boulder County, please. Yes, so Boulder County's Office of Sustainability, Climate Action and Resilience has a very wide reach amongst the programs, activities, grant programs, policy work that they are involved in. Um, as you could imagine, it is many of the, the classic branches um, of sustainability, including water, energy, transportation, food and agricultural, zero waste, uh, green businesses. Um, my area of expertise and focus within Boulder County's Office of Sustainability, Climate Action Resilience is the circular economy, which captures many of those different facets, um, but, but really looks at it through an economic lens um, and perhaps outside of the traditional in-boundary emissions and that which sort of comes in via our supply chains uh, in, in sort of a unique way. So what does the circular economy mean, Tim? Circular economy would, in, in an ideal state, if we were to cast a, a mason jar over Boulder County, it would mean that everything that we consume and produce would come from the natural resources within the boundaries of our county. And as well, everything that we then therefore throw away or dispose of would go back into that system. So in an ideal world, we wouldn't be throwing it away, it would be recycled um, or reused back within that system. Uh, and so currently in, in much of our structure of our, our economy, we have a linear economy. Many of the products that we pull out of the ground, we consume and then put into a landfill and dispose of. And so it's, it's our responsibility 
within the work that I do to try and to the best of our financial ability to curve off as many of those resources back into the economy as we possibly can. So how healthy is the recycling culture in Boulder County? The recycling culture is very robust. Um, I, I think if you compare the, the county across the state, I, I believe we are number one in recycling rate. We float somewhere around 50% plus or minus five, depending on when you measure. Uh, I, I think that is an incredible place to start. And, and many of our resources have been focused in, in the area of recycling and capturing at the end of life. Um, we are beginning at the same time to look beyond to look at those materials that are still being designed for singular use. Um, we have a program via an EPA grant that works with food and beverage manufacturers in Boulder County to redesign their packaging uh, to be more circular in nature. And so that means one, it's recyclability, but also what is it actually being made of? What is the level of recycled content that could be within that packaging? Um, and it's a pilot program for us. And we had three to five slots and we received over 30 applications from food and beverage manufacturers with interest in that pilot program. So it shows that there is private sector interest in, in sort of moving forward these supply chain, climate action, sustainability initiatives, um, which we're very excited about. So is your work, uh, Tim, supported in any way with soft money? Currently, our work is primarily funded by the incredible sustainability tax um, that was a ballot initiative in Boulder County, voted in in November of 2016. Uh, we do pursue grants, and I, I mentioned the Environmental Protection Agency grant that allows us to run that pollution prevention packaging redesign. Uh, we've also pursued uh, grant money from the USDA for a program called Restore Colorado, which looks beyond the boundaries of Boulder County in regards specifically to working with restaurants to generate revenue, to subsidize, supplement uh, on-farm regenerative agriculture practices, which work to improve soil health, uh, sequester carbon. Um, and so that, that's another program where we've been able to sort of lean on the revenue from the sustainability tax to go and pursue uh, outside entities to be able to, to fund some of these pilot programs that we're trying to build from the ground up. That's quite an encouraging, Tim, quite encouraging. So Sharon, can you give us a little overview about your research and how it fits into the local environment? Sure, Jim, thanks so much for having me today. I'm a faculty member in environmental studies at the University of Colorado, and I'm part of a group called the Center for Sustainable Landscapes and Communities. And our focus is to bring research and education and community engagement to an intentionally local audience. So to the residents and communities of Boulder County. And so in the past year, in 2020, we developed the first of its kind Boulder Ecosystem Trends Report. So what, what we wanted to do was determine the status and trends of certain environmental health indicators in Boulder County. So for example, climate, soil health, which Tim just mentioned, air quality, watershed health, biodiversity, and urban land cover. And so we were able to bring together 
data that people have collected across Boulder County that's from Boulder County and determine what the current status and trends are in these different environmental health indicators. And so we're planning now to do this again in 2022. So I'm gearing up with a group of students and other faculty members to find sources of data that we can use to report on these trends. And our goal is to really increase community awareness of the health of our ecosystems, as well as to drive new initiatives and new actions by residents and by local nonprofit organizations and government agencies. Well, you've mentioned the thing you knew I was gonna ask. How does your work or does your work end up in some way in the classroom? Yeah, that's a great question. So I've been at CU Boulder for a long <laughs> time. And what I realize is that students are really hungry for experiences beyond the university. They want to know what local communities are interested in and how they can help to solve some of these really challenging environmental issues. So I've engaged classes of undergraduates as well as graduate students in helping to find the data sources and helping to engage with community members to find out what they wanna know about the environment and to bring that all together into this concise and compact report. So how is um, enrollment doing in environmental studies at CU? We are a very uh, popular major on campus. We have over 800 undergraduate majors. We have about 50 graduate students. And then we have a professional master's program that has about 200 students in it currently. So we, um, we are very, CU Boulder is a very attractive place in the city and county of Boulder are very attractive places for students to come and learn about the environment and especially to learn about solutions. So where do those students who are pursuing a professional master's program, where do they end up in terms of uh, the employment community? Mm -hmm. Well, the exciting news is they end up just about everywhere. And so um, they're bringing their skills and expertise in environmental problem solving to local governments, to state and national governments, to nonprofit organizations and to the private sector. And so they are really bringing their knowledge and their energy and their expertise um, to be applied in a wide variety of contexts from the outdoor recreation industry to, as I said, municipal government and the private sector. Wow, that's terrific. Particularly that part that you mentioned about the, the healthy enrollment picture. <laughs> in environmental studies. That's encouraging. It Very is. Very encouraging. Okay, Peggy, it's time for you to brag a bit. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit about the role the Community Foundation plays in supporting climate leaders in Boulder County. Um, thanks, Tim. I'm happy, Jim, I'm happy to, to uh, brag a little bit about the work of the foundation over the, the last um, couple decades, actually. And the first kind of, um, way that we have supported this work for a long time is with our the, the Community Foundation's Trends Report. And uh, that is a, um, a document that looks at about 150 different indicators of community health, and we have a chapter on the environment. And, um, it, and, and so we've been doing that for years, trying to track 
um, air quality and and um, carpooling rates and 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 whatnot. Um, we one of the reasons we're so excited to have collaborated with Sharon is that the work that she's doing is a and her her um, ecosystem trends report is a deeper dive than what we might use present in our um, trends report. But we have uh, in the last, it, with her first report, we, we um, use some of that data. And I think that there's a lot of room for collaboration moving forward. And uh, so I think that um, the, her, some of her data will get an audience with the folks who rely on our trends report and have for years, and it will just sort of um, uh, support that that chapter on the environment. So, Jim, that's one one way in which the Community Foundation has been has been um, working in in this arena for a long time. Um, the second way that the Community Foundation supports um, climate work in Boulder County is that we, through our, our community trust grants, every year we um, make grants to environmental organizations throughout Boulder County. And so that's been, and again, that's been going on for years and years. So um, those are outgoing grants from the Community Foundation. The third um, major way that, that the foundation has been supporting climate work is that we have about two, more than 200, probably about 250 donor advised funds housed at the Community Foundation. And, um, a lot of those individual funders support climate work in Boulder County and further afield. And it's interesting, um, there's a report put out every year by Giving USA that looks at national trends on giving and grant making. And for years, the average has been about that about 3% of philanthropy um, funds climate, environmental and animals. And at the Community Foundation, both with our donor advised fund holders and also our community trust, that number is usually between 12 and 15%. And so it's just clear to us at the foundation that um, people in Boulder County, donors in Boulder County are particularly interested in this work. So about five years ago, we started an environmental affinity group and uh, we're, cele right, we're celebrating our fifth birthday about. And, and it's just a, a way to uh, convene donors who are interested in the in in the environment, and let them connect individually, talk about what they're interested in funding and that and and the work they've been doing, but also to connect them with people like Sharon and Tim, experts in Boulder County who are doing this really important work, so that we can all become more educated in in. Um, what needs funding, what are the hopeful solutions and um, areas for, for of greatest need. So we've had a really good time um, hosting hosting panels and, and um, now mostly via Zoom, but uh, just trying to convene really the leaders in this work, like these two and their colleagues in um, meeting with donors and, and people who are engaged in, in in learning. So uh, that is how the Community Foundation supports all this work. And um, it's, been, it's been an amazing um, opportunity to be able to hear right from 
people like Sharon and Tim and, and again, their colleagues um, on the, the work that they're doing and, and see how people can get engaged. Well, thank you and, and uh, happy birthday to that affinity group. <laughs> thank you. That's, that sounds like terrific work. I wanna take a moment to thank our listeners for tuning in to KGNU's of Public Affair this morning. I'm speaking today with Tim Broderick, Senior Sustainability Strategist in the Boulder County Office of Sustainability, Climate Action and Resilience. Also speaking with Sharon Collins, Professor of Environmental Studies at CU Boulder, and Peggy Driscoll of the Community Foundation of Boulder County. We're talking today about the important work of being done in Boulder County to impact climate change. I wanna go back to you for just a moment, Peggy, hearing about the grants that the Community Foundation makes uh, in, in terms of environmental and, and, and climate change, are you, are you hopeful that you're gonna have more partners in this program with the Community Foundation? Um, that's a great question. Yes, uh, we are, our membership with our environmental affinity group continues to grow. And, um, and, and again, the, our, our, our membership are the leaders, you know, regenerative ag farmers, um, people who work at the county and the city and, and the university, uh, like a pretty bright, broad range. And then a lot of people who are really trying to understand um, where their grant dollars might be best used. Um, and so uh, it, there is a lot of growth in, in our membership. And I think that one of the, one of the um, sort of uh, the focus areas that we, that we go toward is to take a, a, a global issue like climate change or um, healthy soil or, you know, it can be, and, and then try to understand how it's playing out in Boulder County and really try to understand who's doing that work here. And so our hope is that, that just by sharing that information with, with our, our panel audiences or, and, and people who join us on our, at our convenings, um, that will just attract more resources to this work that can then propel it, um, locally. So, I would say yes. There, there. I am hopeful that there will be continued growth um, in in this work. Okay. Thanks. So, Tim, take a minute and tell us how important your work is at the county and how it connects with the work at the state level, and why that's important. Yes. Uh, the county and the state and local municipalities are all major components of the system of what makes our society. And so it is critical that just as, just as our organization is, is involved in the fight on sustainability, so are individual citizens, so is the private sector and corporations. Um, this is not going to be solved by, by one individual group, we are going to have to collectively come together uh, and 
work on this in a very rapid manner to achieve many of the, the deadlines that our climate scientists have, have put out there. Um, and so we are doing everything we can as local government of Boulder County to create programs and opportunities that are not only on a, a county scale, but are also replicable at the state level. Um, we have an entire policy team uh, within Oscar who on a regular basis is keeping a pulse on all the legislation that is moving forward in regards to climate action and sustainability as a whole. Um, a perfect example as it relates to the circular economy is in 2022, fingers crossed, it, it sounds like there'll be legislation moving forward on end producer responsibility. Um, the state of California, the state of Maine, I think Oregon as well, are, are some other states that have passed legislation of this kind. And, and what it does is it sets parameters on how certain products will be made in regards to recycled content. So it really helps move the needle uh, to a more circular economy, increases waste aversion. All of these efforts we know reduces carbon emissions, uh, which is incredible as well as reduces our impacts beyond the state boundaries and, and the county boundaries to where these raw material resources are coming from, which is often international sometimes. Um, so we, we believe it's critical to, to work directly with the state um, because we are gonna need every facet of government uh, within the state of Colorado to, to really help us create the climate change that we need. Well, it's, it's very exciting to hear that at least you're optimistic about legislation related to this important work. Um, Sharon, in talking about important work, why is it important to get data on climate change? Well, I think so often we hear about climate change at a global scale. We hear about how the average temperature of the earth is warming and we hear about the increased frequency of hurricanes, for example, or sea level rise. And here in Boulder County, that doesn't touch us immediately. And so there's this psychological distance that's created by the physical distance of the problem. And so the problem seems like it's far away and, and that there's nothing we can do about it. And yet there is, there's a lot that we can do locally. And so the Ecosystem Trends Report is really aimed at trying to increase awareness at the local scale of what's going on with our climate, with our soil health, air quality, and so on, so that we can recommend actions to community residents to actually help reduce the, the problem. And so I think it's a really positive um, action that can then motivate, as I said, those initiatives and investments that will contribute positively to reducing the negative impacts of climate change. Well, you three really are giving hope to the work that's related to climate change in our community. Would one of you tell us something about being hopeful about the new year and a possible new year's resolution? Peggy, this is on radio, but I see you smiling. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, um, I am hopeful about the legislation that Tim talked about. 
I'm hopeful about the data that Sharon's going to gather that can help us um, actually bring bring um, a lot of these issues home, right, to our own backyard here in Boulder County, but maybe even help us measure where we're having successes um, in, in, in uh, improving our soil health, for example, or improving our um, air quality or water quality. And, and so uh, I feel like the more we know and the more engaged and more we're talking to each other and um, giving, of course, the Community Foundation is, is certainly about grant making, um, that, we can, that we can really make a difference. And that uh, I think, as we said um, earlier, that, that if we can make a difference here in Boulder County, maybe that's something we can export further afield. So uh, just listening to these guys' work seems really positive to me and hopeful. Thank you very much. So Tim, Sharon, and Peggy, thank you for being with us this morning. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to the Community Foundation's monthly program on KGNU's A Public Affair. You can learn more about the Community Foundation of Boulder County at commfound.org. We'll be back with you on KGNU's A Public Affair on January 24, 2022. Be well, everyone. Be well.